Before we start today's episode, I wanted to invite you all to check out our Discord group and follow us on social media. Links in the description. Also, I wanted to point out that the episode was recorded on August 4th, so it's missing some news that came out on the 5th, uh, namely the Pikmin 3 reveal, but uh, we'll cover that in the next episode. So, sorry about that. <laughs> and uh, don't worry, this episode still has quite a bit of cool stuff. So, yeah, on to the podcast. Hello and welcome to Nintendo Pals Podcast, Episode 7. Tonight, we talk fireworks, Nintendo Land theme park news, free-to-play games, and our thoughts on continuous development in games. That and more. Awesome. Well, we are joined tonight by our friend... Morgan, welcome. Thank you for having me on. Yes. Uh, and I'm also joined tonight by Micah. Yep. Classic Micah with the yup. I mean, I've done it too many times. It's too late to change it now. <laughs> now it's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Morgan, do you want to introduce yourself? Talk about your history as a gamer uh, and your history with Nintendo. Yeah, so um, I got into Nintendo from my uh, older brothers and my young uncle um, who had the SNES and the NES. And <laughs> I guess we also had the Game Boy and the Game Boy Color um, hidden in our rooms because my parents weren't big into gaming. Uh, my brothers literally would hide them under the floorboards in their bedroom. <laughs> so, uh, oh, some dedication. It was, yeah. So we'd play Pokemon that way. Um, but no, now my parents are a lot chiller about it, obviously, because most of their children are now gamers. And <laughs> um, I, my main console is the Switch, though. If if I'm uh, picking one, I guess. I yeah, that's my basic history in Nintendo gaming stuff nice yes and and for those that didn't listen last week morgan was there day one uh for buying a switch to support her husband uh, at the time pregnant got up super super early in the morning yeah like eight months pregnant we got up at like <laughs> four <laughs> okay and we waited in line well andrew waited in line at best buy for us and we waited in line at target and yeah, it was a it was a party. It was lots of fun. Yeah, yeah I'm glad you guys. You're a better friend than I am. I don't think <laughs> I'd get up for to wait in a I don't, especially well, especially because I didn't get one day one because yeah, I was I was I couldn't afford it. We were in, we were all in college, and I just was like we were not in a position to buy a console at the time, and I. <laughs> I was telling my parents about it after, and they were like, why didn't you buy one? You were already there. Like, you you could have got one. <laughs> they were questioning my, my decision. Yeah. Well, we're happy to have you on here. Someone dedicated enough that eight months pregnant to get up at 6 a.m. to buy a Switch is qualified to be a host on this show. So, we will jump right over into Nintendo news. So, how was Animal Crossing Fireworks for everyone else? Well, I mean, 
for like the 45 seconds I was on, it was pretty cool. <laughs> so I... could you, could you maybe like walk through what you did exactly, Micah? Because I, I have not seen anything about it other than like pre like the trailer. Um, yeah, I pretty much just walked outside and was able to see fireworks. So are they just going off all the time? Uh, yeah, pretty much. You could talk to Isabel and uh, create some like custom designs for your fireworks, which was pretty cool. But I'm not creative, so I didn't really do that. I just threw one in just to see what it would look like. But that was pretty cool. I also bought like 30 raffle tickets. What are those for? The raffle tickets? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Red is selling raffle tickets and every ticket is a winner and you get uh some item there are like four different colors of balloons i got a a small fan uh like a sparkler and a fireworks fountain Uh, i don't remember Uh, some headgear i think maybe the hat i can't remember what else i got i just bought a bunch of those that's kind of cool that's a a lot of stuff yeah that is (laughs) i guess yeah when you're buying 30 raffle tickets, is is that like one item per ticket? Uh, yeah, I think there were probably about 15 different items. I just wanted to make sure I got them all. I'm not actually sure I did get them all. I just decided that was enough at some point. Ooh, I don't know if you guys can hear that here. We're talking fireworks, and I've got like absolute crazy thunder just like right out, right outside. I, it was sunny. When I came in here, I just looked out and it's just downpour rain. Nope, I I hadn't heard anything. No, oh. yeah, me either. Yeah, well, that's just how it goes in Florida. Uh, random rainstorms that will just like open up and pour. And speaking of Florida, there has been some news about Nintendo Land Orlando. Uh, unfortunately, not good news. Oh. It has been delayed. The The building and opening of it has been delayed indefinitely. Like, they haven't set any date to come. I'm assuming because of the pandemic? Yeah. It was scheduled to open in 2023. And that is no longer going to be a thing. It makes me very sad. Being a Florida resident, I was very excited. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go to this, like, day one. I'm, I'm just so stoked. But Yeah, now I don't have, like, any reason to visit you in Florida. Yeah, us either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's a pretty cool deal. I definitely, and the one in Japan has been closed. They haven't opened up that section of the park. And I think that's continued to be that way. But Dang. here in Florida, we're not going to get it at, at all for who knows how long. I'm going to guess that it'll be delayed a few years. It really kind of depends on how things go with the pandemic. That how long it takes to get everything under control. Yes. So I, I'm I'm betting it'll still come at some point. But who knows? Maybe we're in a new phase of society where theme parks are not going to be able to be. I hope not, because I really, really wanted to go to that. That would be super fun. Uh, yeah. So, Got to wait for everyone to get VR headsets and whatnot, and we can have virtual theme parks. 
true. <laughs> or you really throw up from motion sickness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, some of us, at least. Yeah, Morgan's Morgan, you you don't get sick on on VR. I've always been. I've got a really jealous. Yeah, like I don't really. Uh, when I played Skyrim on VR, I think on the PlayStation VR, I don't know what that one's called exactly. I that one that game was not designed for VR, and so it makes me ill every time. Uh, but but no, the uh, the Oculus Oculus Rift or whatever that I did mostly okay with that. Yeah, I'm still a little salty about that. I get, <laughs> I get quite ill. Um, yeah, you kind of build up an immunity to it after a while, but I definitely started out crazy motion sick. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. Yeah, when you were doing the the rock climbing one, and you mm-hmm. did it for like ten minutes, something, and you had to go sit down. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So. Nintendo Land, not not coming, which I'm bummed about because there was supposed to be a Mario Kart. Oh. Was that from Lightning? <laughs> Watch the second. While we're on the subject of Lightning and Thunder in the middle of a, a recording, <laughs> did you guys hear about the, the Rocket League gamer, the one who got zapped by Lightning through her computer when she was playing nope. i think she was live too she was live on on twitch i think and got zapped and it recorded her wow yeah i, it was, I guess better yeah. that she was recording than not yeah <laughs> it was People i mean i think call for help if she needed it yeah yeah pretty intense that is scary yeah it is it is like a torrential downpour did, did you tell that story to Eli to hopefully get him to play a less Rocket League? <laughs> <laughs> I should. I should. <laughs> yeah, so what I was going to say was that Nintendo Land closing means no Mario Kart ride, which uh, I'm, I'm Would really have been stretched. Best part of the park, probably. No. Maybe not yes. the best. It would be really fun. But I'm really stretching for a segue here into our next news item, which is Mario Kart North American Open uh, Tournament is this month, August 14th to August 16th. And the top eight players every day will get 2,500 gold points for the eShop. Is that, is that equivalent to like 25 bucks? Nintendo put out a tweet saying that that was coming, and I was like, oh man, that would be really fun to participate in. I doubt I would be in the top eight in America for for Mario Kart, but it would just be fun to be involved in something like that. It's kind of cool that they're they're doing that with a game that's, it's, I mean, that's a fairly old game in the Switch's life cycle. Yeah, I'd be lucky to make like top a million. In North America, I don't know. I do pretty good against my nine-year-old nephew. Wow, <laughs> impressive! <laughs> Although there are some crazy nine-year-olds. There really are. Yeah. He just needs a little bit more practice. <laughs> He'll be up there. They're starting him young with gaming too. So, 
Yeah, Lucas Lucas loves playing Mario Kart. That's really like his first game he got into because the control because you can set it to just drive automatically and stay on track. So that's pretty fun. And I might jump in on those days to play some Mario Kart. Yeah, do it. Maybe I'll do it too. We can all we can all jump in. If any of us wins, we split the the two fifty. <laughs> Each of us can get a dollar a dollar game from the eShop. I mean, <laughs> considering I don't actually have Mario Kart on the Switch, I'm definitely down for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't get it because you have it on Wii U. Yep. Man, you're missing out. Missing out on uh battle mode. The and... Battle mode though, yeah. Yeah. And you know, just getting I, with I the I am times, a little man. sad about the battle mode. That does look fun. That's funny because it's like my least favorite mode. I I really don't enjoy it. Probably because I'm bad at it. Let's be real. Yeah, I do not enjoy the battle mode on there. And every time we have to play it, I always complain about it. And yeah, at least I'm consistent though. <laughs> that's true. And we always want to do it just be just because you don't. Yeah, no, that's funny. <laughs> classic classic little brother move right there. <laughs> so let's move on to the next section of the podcast, the rumor mill. So there's not much in by way of rumors going on out there on the interwebs at the moment, but I did see something about a possible port of Ocarina of Time 3DS to Switch. Now, there's speculation on it because a trademark for Ocarina of Time got renewed, which, I mean, of course. You kind of <laughs> have to they renewed, do that. They renewed that. So that alone is kind of like, uh, yeah, okay. That doesn't... There's always speculation anytime like a new SKU shows up on GameStop or someone renews a trademark. They're like, oh, but... I mean, companies do that. Like, that's that's just kind of part of the process of owning IP. But this one has some credence to it because of the upcoming anniversary of the game. So I, I don't... I personally don't think that this is a likely rumor, but it really made me start to think, like, what 3DS games would be really cool to see ported to switch because i i think it, it there's there's work to that to get it from a dual screen console to a single screen but i mean that's what a lot of these wii u titles have to do that have been ported over so yeah it's possible right what they need what, that they need to bring over that fighting dojo game yeah. so photo dojo <laughs> photo dojo yeah <laughs> Yeah, Photo Dojo is a, a classic. I I don't know why that's not anywhere else. Like that should be a mobile game. Like you take pictures with your phone and makes your character use makes like a sprite sheet for your character. That was a classic. And you also can make your own sound effects. Yep, which is real fun to just swap out other people's for just really loud screaming. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had anytime Micah's character came up on screen and got defeated, he'd just scream no. No No <laughs> and, and then I'd get like 
I'd get like swarmed from both sides by by like three micas and and beat them all up at once and just be no no no. Incredible. I I had to go in and like edit that to just be oof. <laughs> just made it some like <laughs> super quiet noise because it was so obnoxious. <laughs> but I mean that game was that game was a blast. What are some 3DS ports that y'all would like to see? Morgan, you got any? Because you guys, you guys had the 2DS and 3DS. We, we, uh, honestly, the only one coming to my mind at the moment is, I don't know, like Fire Emblem Awakening, but I haven't really finished that one. Eli did. I've watched all the cutscenes for it, which is probably why I never finished it. I kind of tend to do that, spoil the ending for myself, and then I don't want to finish it. Um, but that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, that's a I long really... game. I, I feel like I, I would just like look up the story and be like, okay, well, that that looks like it'd be fun. Arkham <laughs> is so good. I, I really love the originals, which I can't, I don't even know the, the names of. I, I should. Um, but the first two games, I <laughs> when I was younger, I played them on maybe i shouldn't even say on an emulator <laughs> and i man what? those i know oh i've i've repented no um i really loved the first two games and it's what got me into the franchise i guess I yeah. yeah and awakening was kind of the revitalizing for the franchise which i think so. yeah like it's big it's big comeback and uh takeover of super smash bros the start <laughs> so i yeah i think that would be a, a fun game to be over on the switch because anybody that missed out on that in the i i missed out on it in the 3ds era so it would be cool to play that yeah, now as long as it wasn't full price <laughs> amen I, if, yes. if they did an an up an up enhancement yeah <laughs> an, an enhanced an version of it I think it probably, <laughs> I mean, more than likely would be sold at full price. I mean, we got Tropical Freeze full price, <laughs> which was essentially yeah, the same but, game. But would full price be full price 3DS game or full price? Good point. $40. Although I think Link's Awakening was 60 wasn't it? Yeah, that's a, that's a Game Boy, <laughs> it's a Game Boy remaster. Yeah, although that one appears to be, there seem they put a, quite a bit into the remastering of it. Yeah, that's not just like a port. No, not at all. It's a complete remake. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, personally, I would really like it if they brought in Kid Icarus Uprising. I think that game needs more love. That and would they they just really swap the controls for classic twin stick I don't, I don't know if that's the control scheme the classic like third person dual joystick uh weapons because for the 3ds used the stylus to aim and the top triggers to shoot and that was oh. probably the worst part about that game because other than that like the level design the i i liked the kind of corny dialogue and the gameplay mechanics were super fun it was basically like you, you move from a star fox type in, on on rails shooter to an open open exploration 
ground shooter than to a big boss fight that was almost like Monster Hunter esque. It was like three distinct games that made up made up one level. So, yeah. So Micah wants Photo Dojo. <laughs> any, yeah. Do you have any other games that you would like to see come over uh, from the DS? I never actually had a 3DS. I just had the DS Lite. And it's been a while. I was thinking you'd probably <laughs> dig having uh, Luigi's Mansion 2. Oh, yes. I had not played the second Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, so... If they ported that over to Switch, I would almost certainly get it. Yeah, if they're if they have the ability to easily port over 3DS titles, there's there's quite a few I think that would be really good. They they did a remake of Star Fox 64, Ocarina of Times remake. Uh, there, this one was a DS title, but the Mario 64 DS. <laughs> yeah. They're, there's a lot on the 3DS that I really enjoyed. I thought was, that was a great system. So it would be cool if if this rumor is true and it means more coming. Like Majora's Mask, that would be pretty cool as well. I'd like that too. It's like one of the only Zelda games I haven't played. Same. Man, we need to, do, we need to play that. That's got to be something we, we both got to do. Hopefully yeah, it comes... The, the sad thing is that I actually ended up getting it on the Wii Virtual Console. But I didn't have any controllers because you can't use the Wii remote, oh. so I didn't have any controllers to play it. Oh, so that was sad. <laughs> yeah, I I wanted to get the 3DS one, but I just never never ended up picking that up, and my 3DS no longer works the best. <laughs> I wore down the bumpers; they don't they don't register. So I can't play Mario Kart or anything on there. But yeah, that's that would be a fun one to come over. Well, that's all I've got for the rumor mill. It's just that one thing. Maybe Ocarina of Time's coming. There's also been a little bit more speculation rumor around a direct coming. We talked a little bit about this last episode, but a direct coming sometime between, I believe it's August 11th and August 22nd. And it's just a super random like range of dates that uh, some prominent internet folks latching to going, it's got to be in here, we're going to get something. And whether that's going to be a full direct or a partner presentation again or a mini direct, who knows? You know? Or not even a direct. Just or nothing. nothing. Yeah. Shadow drop of a game that's releasing today. That would be awesome. So, that's it for the rumor mill. So let's move over to our questions section. Alrighty, I'm excited for the questions that I have on here and hearing some of your guys' experiences with these. This is one I was like, Morgan would be a great guest host to talk about some of these because you've played some that I have not in depth. <laughs> The question, the first question here, what are the best free to play games on Switch? Now I'm going to preface this by saying I, I jumped onto the eShop today. And if you go and look in the free section, there are 55 softwares available. Now, not all of those are games like you've got YouTube and Hulu and some other like servicey type apps. 
but we're talking like around 50 free free to play games on the switch and i didn't realize there were that many like i was looking through and like there are a lot more than i thought <laughs> and i've played i've played some on there but not all and so wanted to hear your guys opinions on best free to play game so uh hey micah you want to start i guess the free to play game i've played the most has definitely been a uh, fortnite yeah <laughs> i've also played a uh, a bit of paladins and that was pretty fun um yeah those are the only two that are coming to mind off the top of my head so played. and just pulling on a little bit more why fortnite as why would you pick that as best your your uh, opinion i mean it's relatively polished i know it can be it can be pretty buggy <laughs> at times but they're always changing up and swapping out the weapons and i also don't really have i don't even know if i have a single like third person shooter on the switch right now so it sort of fills that role true plus i have a lot of friends that play it. i don't really play it by myself I tend to play with other people yeah even some of these other free-to-play ones that i've tried on there uh don't have as polished of a multiplayer experience like fortnite's voice chat and party system has i, I mean it's changed a lot since we started playing when did we start playing back season six or seven yeah uh, i think around Mike there or you joined you joined fairly recently i mean it's been a, a few seasons now yeah. Well, no, no, I I thought that I joined back at seven. I thought you guys were before then. I thought you were like five or something. Because I was in, the, what, what, no, 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 I, I take know. it back. What, what was the season with the, uh, with the treasure chest and the pirates and the, and yeah, the, the treasure chest. I think that's the maps, season those are fun. nine, season eight season or season nine. nine. Maybe it was season eight. I hope it was season eight. Because I feel like I'm, I've been in this for a while, but maybe I haven't. I'm, I'm. I'm with Fortnite. I've been here a while. <laughs> Season eight. Wow. <laughs> no. Yeah, I I do think that that is a big push and reason, Mike. I agree with you. The multiplayer aspect of it, and that it's cross-platform. I'm gonna say cross-platform. Yeah, you can play that's a big part. Stuff. So. And that's why I think uh, Rocket League is gonna get a big boost when it becomes free to play. Oh yeah, for sure. I'd be surprised if it didn't. Yeah. Uh, Morgan, how about you? You got some picks for good free-to-play games? One second. I just looked it up, and apparently Fortnite came onto Switch in Season 4. I think that's when I started playing when it... Wow. Yeah, I, I would have started about that time as well then. No, I didn't realize no. it was so soon. Yeah. So early. Yeah. That is weird. Uh, one I saw on here that I know you played a bunch of, Morgan, was Fallout Shelter. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'd actually <laughs> put it on my phone before, so I didn't feel the need yeah, to play yeah. on the Switch. See, I didn't know that it was on, on um, the phone before. I, that was just my ignorance there, but that that game is addictive. Um, I haven't played it for a while, uh, but no, that's that's a fun one to play when you want to do something that's kind of 
uh, mind numbing a little bit, but it's, I think it's got a, a lot of new updates and there are, um, I don't know, it felt very user-friendly to me, but I also have been playing games for a while, so maybe it wasn't super user-friendly for new gamers and stuff, but. Yeah, that's like a, like a people management type game where you're looking at like the side of a building almost and you're managing like the... Yeah, you're in a bunker and you build rooms and you need to keep up your supply of of clean water and food and uh, something else. Uh, Morale, and maybe? I can't remember. <laughs> but you also can get gain new um, new word new people but there's a word, word. for them um survivors survivors basically oh, and, you, and you can send them out also to to scavenge in the wasteland and to to level up and and find uh resources and and ba- fight bad guys and stuff it's it's fun i really enjoyed it but yeah there's yeah, quite a bit of depth to it for being free to play which is cool there really is mm-hmm. yeah uh, that reminds me isn't pokemon quest Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> that's the game I'm thinking of. I, I did play a bit of that. That was pretty fun. Yep. It, I mean, it's fairly oh, repetitive. I, so I didn't like it at all. <laughs> I played it and I was like, I, I just couldn't get into it. I don't. I don't think I made it to through level the second level. It was just like super yeah, mindless. After Definitely a, a couple game. weeks, it's like, yeah, I feel like I've done everything. I feel like I need to. But I, I'm going to sound absolutely silly here when I talk about one of the games I, I enjoy that's play. It's like, yeah, there's there's like no point to that game. It's like super mobile Super Kirby Clash. Oh, yeah. Which I sort of I, get into that one. Yeah, man, I got sucked in. So I got sucked into that one when it was on the 3DS as a free-to-play game. And I don't think it was called Super Kirby Clash. It was just like... I don't remember. I, it might have just been Kirby Clash. And it's basically a port enhancement of the 3DS game, which I played to completion on the 3DS and then continued to play on here. And I got really far into it. I have not touched it for a long time. And I was I was always like, come on, guys, come play with me, because it has like the four-player multiplayer, and nobody enjoyed it <laughs> but me. Poor Andrew. I, I, yeah, I like that game. I, I, I don't know. It's just the... What I like about Kirby games with its with its uh, fighting and platforminess in just small bursts that I felt like are really manageable. So not for everybody, but definitely fun if you like that kind of game. And you can get extremely far into the game and never have to pay a dime, which is which is cool. Actually, I just these... thought would... oh yeah, go for it. Have you guys uh, played Astro Bears? That one's not free to play. There is a version I think that is free to play. Yeah. Oh really? I'm, oh man. Be, I'll need to double check it, but I'm pretty sure there are two different if, versions. If it's not, it's as close to free to play as you can get without being free to play. It's like, like it's like a dollar or something. Yeah. <laughs> I think there is a free to play version. I'm pretty sure because we have we have two on on the Switch right now. We have two versions, and like it has two different slots. Yeah, that's a yes. We we played that with you guys on your system. Super yeah. fun. That's a good. That's yeah. a good party game. Yeah, we had a, a lot of fun with it. I actually got my my toddler into it a little bit. She doesn't know how to turn or want to turn. Maybe, uh, so she's always running into her own line or whatever. If I try to help her, but 
and that's a, that's a really fun game to play at parties and stuff and friends with friends and then i don't think i don't think you've played this micah but i i'm pretty sure you have morgan dauntless did you try out dauntless dauntless oh yes actually you know i really like that one too i should have thought of that like first it's there's a lot of these on here that you just like i forget that they were free <laughs> like if I played, I played through them, and I just forgot that I got it for free and played through it. Yeah, I played that. Uh, I, I should play that after you. Go ahead. Oh, I just I've only played it for like an hour or two, just barely like through the tutorial. If I had other people to play it with, I probably would have played more. But, but yeah, uh, that, well, that was can... pretty fun. It seemed pretty well made. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the same people who who do Fortnite, isn't it? Yeah, I believe it was uh, oh, an really? epic production. I had no idea. Yeah, I think have so. It up right here. It's by Phoenix Labs, which I think might be owned by the same folks. Because I have like the same login information for Dauntless that I do for Fortnite. Yeah, so. I think it's I think huh. they're owned by Epic. That's cool. What so what are your thoughts on that game, Morgan? Um, yeah, it's it does uh to me, it feels a little bit repetitive uh, sometimes, but yeah, it's I I really enjoy playing with my siblings and stuff because before I moved closer, that was one of the only times that I would interact with them for longer than two minutes on the phone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really liked it. Did it have? It was, is it cross-platform then? I think so. I'm not certain. I need to, I don't have my switch in here right now, and if I go into the other room, you're gonna hear my baby screaming. So <laughs> Eli's watching her, so it's okay. <laughs> so I have another one for you, Morgan. Elder Scrolls Blades. Now Morgan's a huge Elder Scrolls fan. She sunk about as many hours into Skyrim as Eli into Rocket League. Probably not as many as, as Eli into Rocket oh, League, no. but a healthy chunk. Yeah. <laughs> Man, a lot. Um, but oh. no, you have to clarify though. I, um, I did not do any of the Elder Scrolls before Skyrim, and I tried to go back. Ooh, I can't. <laughs> yeah, but no, I I love Skyrim. Yeah, I am dying for the next one. Oh my goodness! And when it I comes can't... out in like four years, <laughs> maybe oh, six after they remaster Skyrim. Well, they have. Times. So so that's what I'm saying. They got Elder Scrolls Blades. Free to play on the Switch. Do they? I haven't honestly looked into that at all, so now I will. I have heard mixed things about it. I haven't played. I I was kind of wondering if maybe you'd played it and just hadn't ever mentioned it. But it's. I, will I mean, it looks like Skyrim, <laughs> but I don't know much else about it. Yeah, I just I only know one person who's played it. They seem to enjoy it though, so. I'm kind of doubtful of its quality, honestly. If I, I mean, I'm going to be a naysayer here just because I, because it's free. I, I worry about yeah a, a, a game that 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 is supposed to be that epic and that large and and. I don't think it's world. like an open world exploration. I think it's just like a fight sim. <laughs> I don't I don't know okay. anything about it really. But what it looks like is like arena type battles. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, no. I'll do some research on that, and I'll I'll get back to you. So another one that you guys forgotten about is Tetris ninety nine. Oh yeah, I actually remember that while we were talking, and then I forgot before oh. there was a break. <laughs> <laughs> Tetris ninety nine, I think 
is a very cool uh so it's free for people that have a nintendo online membership but the support that it gets they keep doing these maximus cups that give you different themes if you play through the maximus cup and then you'll never see that theme again and i was very sad to have missed out on the animal crossing one and i see them pop up now and i go i should get on but then i just don't i just can't bring myself to play enough to be good enough that i won't have to spend just tons of time grinding to get those themes and i just don't want to do that i don't have the time yeah i almost feel bad about missing them and then i remember i haven't actually played it in like six months so i think it's an awesome an awesome battle royale and one to come back to i think every switch should have it on it but it's not necessarily one that i mean it's tetris it's it's a fun it's a fun version of tetris too yeah i I played it quite a bit when it first came out but i i lost interest pretty quick i guess not really sure why Uh, I lost all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's really hard. To, I don't think I've ever won a game of Tetris 98. I, I won like a couple, a few towards the beginning when all the people that weren't really good were still playing. But now yeah. all like the hardcore Tetris fans are still playing, so it's much more difficult. Uh, Micah, have you downloaded Jump Rope Challenge yet? I have not. When does Dude, that become not that. free to play? I I had totally forgotten. Uh, September first. I'm gonna do that right now, actually. Yeah. So I played that for the first time today. Uh, Lucas has really liked it, and Maggie played it with Lucas. And it has two players. So Lucas and I were playing oh. together. He picked the Metroid costume bunny, and I was the Link costume bunny. The the Samus costume, not Metroid. It was Buddy just just like. Metroid. And yeah, it's it's just a, a fun like tiny game. I I think again that's one that has to be on everybody's suite. It's just it's just so charming. Like it's it's great. It's not one that you play like. <laughs> I mean, you you jump a hundred times and that's it, and it keeps track of that every day. But it's fun. Huh. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty excited fun. about it. It is it is downloading now. There, I'm surprised at how well-rounded the free game uh, genres are. So there, I, I see on here uh, Asphalt 9 Legends, which is a racing title. There's games like Warface, which are... Uh, Warframe? Warframe? So let's talk about Warframe, because I think we all tried Warframe, right? Uh, no, Eli did. I haven't watched him a little bit. So... I could not get into it. Like I, I played it. I think it's a. Uh, it looks great, but it just felt so easy. Yeah. It... Also, didn't so. So the gameplay itself felt really easy. Like it was really difficult to die. And it was really easy to take out enemies and stuff. But then there was also like no good tutorial for like what you're supposed to be doing so like i get to the ship and it was like really like yeah. the, the there's UI so much the to that game yes that you can do but it can be a little confusing so simultaneously too complicated while too easy like the ui and and the game mechanics with the ship were just way too confusing to me but then the 
actual walking through a level and fighting were super easy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they also had the movement in that game. Could be. I, I don't remember exactly, like, all the tricks you could do, but there are, like, a lot of cool things you could do to, like, move faster or, like, jump extra far across gaps. And the movement of that game itself was just really fun to learn. Yeah, so there's there's uh, there's that game, which is I'd say it's kind of like a sci-fi adventure. Like it's it's more of like an, a third-person adventure game, Metal Gear Solid esque. I'm comparing it to something like the one where you're the sword guy. And uh, there's like arc arcade fighters, like uh, like Street Fighter type type games. There's Ninjala, which is like uh, a Splatoon brawler type game. Uh, Smite, a MOBA. There's also Arena of Valor, another MOBA. And, oh, oh, uh, DC Universe Online. That was another one. Uh, Mike yeah, and I we, played. we played that for a bit. Yeah. Again, I did, it didn't keep me there. It, I thought it was a cool concept. The yeah, fights the, were the, 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 Yeah, the fighting was a little repetitive and for the most part, too easy or yeah, way I mean, too difficult. <laughs> it was definitely a uh, World of Warcraft style fighting where it's just like kind of just go up and push a button. <laughs> and that, that was kind of what it was like. Yeah, and then there's... Uh, Morgan, did you guys play... Gosh, what is it called? Rescue Kitties? Kitten Squad. Kitten Squad. The game by PETA. Uh, why would no. you ask me if I played that? <laughs> I, I remember playing that with Eli. No, no, I've never even heard yeah. of that. Yeah, I've never heard Why of would I ask you that? I thought you were big fans of PETA. <laughs> 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 no, uh, uh, Kitten Squad was like a twin-stick shooter that was just so bizarre. Uh, art style suffered. It was just terrible, but the actual mechanics weren't weren't bad. Uh yeah, so there's I, I mean there's like you got twin stick shooters, you got adventure games. Anyone else think it seems a little weird for PETA to be making a twin stick shooter game? I, it was all about rescuing animals from. Yeah, come on, Micah. But but who who are you shooting? <laughs> like weird monster things. It makes no sense at all. <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with the rest of the game. Uh, I need yeah. to look this up. I haven't even heard of that before, so now I'm, I'm dying. I'm to play sure it. you guys have it on your Switch. It's, it's, it's the monsters are probably just like uh, internal representation of humanity as a whole. Yeah, it's all, eyes. yeah, it's all uh, symbolic of the greater problems of the world. Yeah, it's actually really deep if you look into. There's a <laughs> jeweled esque game with gems of war i'm probably offending a lot of people where i'm just kind of like glancing through these and just profiling them based off their thumbnails i mean we haven't played like half of these yeah but but what i'm trying to get at here is that the free-to-play market on the switch like you could buy a switch and not have to buy any games and you have a big library to choose from of things to play that are very diverse and diverse yes and that's exciting and and cool to me that we're in that era with Nintendo, because that's never been a thing for Nintendo games in the past, for, for Nintendo consoles in the past. Uh, 
We just had to settle with Wii Sports. Huh? So we just had to settle with Wii Sports as our free game, which was a very good game, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. What were you going to say, Morgan? I guess if you... This this is not really free to play because you're buying the membership or whatever. But if you get the mem- the Nintendo membership, you can play all of the mm-hmm. NES, NES classics. So I've invested quite a bit of time in Doctor Mario. I'm I'm a champ now. <laughs> but I really like Panel de Pong. Panel de Pong. Yeah, which oh. is uh Japanese only. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Uh, but it's that it, it's like Pokemon Puzzle League. It's have you played any of those games? I haven't like played that either. Squares? That's gonna be the next game of the month, man. That's that's a that's a good one. And you guys, I if you like Doctor Mario and and those kinds of games, this is probably my favorite Nintendo produced puzzle game. They had a version like and the like. You have Mario at the bottom, and his hands are are holding up the different squares that hold like the any like Oh no no that's the that's on the NES. This is a Super Nintendo game. Okay. Uh and it's in the US I believe it came over as like a Yoshi's puzzle game. Um, I've played that. It's that game. It's incredible. But, but the original cast which is like fairies. <laughs> and it's all in Japanese so it, I, I don't it actually has know a really that. deep story to it. <laughs> I don't even know if I, really I don't know how to get to story. I don't know how to get to story mode in the game. I like looked through and like tried to figure out where I'm supposed to go. I just end up playing just matches of it. Fun. Just played some Smash Tennis. Like an hour of that. That was pretty fun. Smash Tennis. Oh yeah. On what? I can't remember. I can't remember if it's the NES or SNES. Oh, so it's one of the like classic. Yeah, hey, it's, man, it's the you're, same one. You're as one of the like ten people Donkey that cared Kong about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure I ragged on that at some point, but then I played it. and I was like, this is pretty fun. It's funny because <laughs> I kind of like this yeah, game. We we've talked about it on here before. It's like, well, classic Nintendo Online, where you get one game you want and three that you don't even have never heard of. <laughs> But they they are fun. I I like going on there and playing those. It's fun to show my son the games that I played when I was a kid. Yeah. Plock needs to come over to the Super Nintendo, man. Miss <laughs> Yeah, and there's there's just so much. I, and that's just really cool. And that's kind of what I I I was hoping to get out of this episode was like anybody listening that is, is like on the fence on getting a Switch or has a switch and is uh, bummed out that there's nothing to play. There's so much to play, and it's free. It's free. That's what's cool is that you can go out there and play it. And then now all of these have their own like monetizations stuff that will try and get you to spend. So uh, and they all do it in a different way. Some execute better than others, but like Fortnite, I think I we played for several seasons without a season pass and had fun. And uh, Kirby Clash, I played the entire... I never spent any money in Kirby Clash. So, yeah, it's a good time. So, we took forever on that question, but I, it was fun to talk about these. And, like, remember all these games that we 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 haven't played. Oh, oh, sorry, I gotta throw one more in there. Deltarune. 
chapter one, which is uh, Makers of Undertale, kind of like a parallel universe Undertale. So if you want to, if you're not sure you'd like those games, that one's a free, free download. Apparently really good. So, yeah. yeah. So let's move on to the next question. Uh, how do each of you guys feel? Because we're, we're, we talked a little bit about Fortnite. And uh, we've talked about Animal Crossing. How do you guys feel about continuous development becoming kind of a normal thing in games? And what I mean by that is when we were kids and we go to the store to get an N64 game, or our GameCube disc, you got it. That game is done. Like it, it, you're not getting any DLC. You're not getting continuous uh, updates and upgrades to the game. It's a complete "this is it" type game. Where nowadays it seems to be more the norm to release um, either a very fully complete or an early access or what what have you, a and then just <laughs> and <Yeah>. keep. <laughs> keep developing for that game kind of while your players play. So what are, what are your thoughts on that? Morgan, you, you can start us off. Well, I, I don't know. I haven't thought a ton about it, but the, I guess I, th those older games, they're classics. They're ones that you're like, Oh, that was my childhood. That was, you know, like, any of the of the Super Mario games, um, any of the of the um, of the Legend of Zelda, or I mean, I I just thought of uh, Sword of Mana. Any of those games, they're just like like you can think of who you were playing them with, or or where you were, and and they're just classics, and you love them, and you can go back and replay them again, and it's cool, even if you have to take like a ten year break in between them, right? But um, maybe not that long. But then also I do enjoy the novelty of each season of Fortnite or of um, the different updates that I've seen with Stardew Valley or with, uh, you know, like other ones like that. But I don't know. That's my thought. So yeah. what are your what are your thoughts on how it's shaping the industry where like every game that's coming out is like that? Uh it's a, you think about a lot of these AAA games. Animal Crossing for Nintendo came out and it's getting a bunch of these, a bunch of these updates continuously. There's uh, news that Halo Infinite will be like continuously added upon. It's going to be kind of like Destiny, that that series where it's just an actively developed game. Yeah, it sounds Breath like the Wild just... even had DLC. Mm -hmm. But the DLC hopefully is not going to continue with that one. That's like. In my opinion, I, I I feel like they did some really good things with Breath of the Wild, uh, with the DLC and stuff. But there is so much to do in the game, and it's such a beautiful game too that they I I don't know I don't I don't think that they should do any more beyond what they've already done. It's it's I feel like they're just trying to satisfy the market right now, which is going towards that. Right? They're just trying to to adapt with what they think the people want. And I don't know if, I don't know if that's good or bad. I think that so far with some games, it's been good. I, I think that animal crossing uh, has been a lot of fun with these updates, but it's also a chill game. It's supposed to be, you're going to your Island, you're playing with friends, you're relaxing, right? But you're not, 
I don't know. Like it's, I think the updates have been fun and, and sometimes they've been a little disappointing because you're like, oh, it's not a big change, but it's, I think the, with Animal Crossing, it's not, they're not meaning for it to be. I don't know. Yeah. Makes sense What's with the like feel of the game. Yeah. I got you there. Yeah. Uh, Micah, what are, what are your thoughts on continuous development for games being well, kind of normal? I, I think it's pretty cool. It, it can keep you coming back to a game, keep a game fresh longer as long as the continuous development is free or not really <laughs> expensive. Because <laughs> a lot of, like, DLC for games just feels really overpriced compared to, like, the base game you're getting. You pay, like, $20 and you get, like, an extra five hours of story when the main story of the game was, like, 60 hours. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, also, especially with, like, early access, I think that those types of things can be really cool as well because it lets like the gaming community help shape the game, which I mean, the gaming community's ideas for a good game always don't make, don't always make a good game, but you can get gamers input earlier in the development process, which I think can be a big benefit. So I'm, I'm, I'm torn on it. I think that it's, a cool thing because I, I have enjoyed several games like that. We're currently we just yesterday played Risk of Rain two, and that one's one that we jumped on for early access, and it's releasing bits and chunks throughout. I mean, how how long have we had that now? Probably like yeah, six to nine months, I'd say. Yeah, and nine months. And it brings us back, and we, uh, yeah, we jump in and and play some more. And I think that's there's there's fun to that. But I don't know. I don't like how normal this is, like how most companies are pushing for that. I think that it should not take over, and that we still need complete full games that do not require any more. Like once once it's out of the developers' hands, it's into the players' hands, and there it's done. Because I, I I just think about sometimes I just want a, a, an experience and I just want it, I just want it to be that and then be done. You know, I don't want to buy all these games and just get hooked into these. Essentially, it's like watching a movie versus watching a TV series. You know what I'm saying? Like like I just want a one and done. I watch the movie and it's over and. Had a really cool story and it was a good experience versus a TV series where you get invested in and you're then coming back when a new episode comes out and when another thing comes and you're you're constantly coming back and it just becomes a big chunk of time sunk in. If my Fortnite hours show anything like that, don't prove that <laughs> as a point, then I don't know what does. But at the same time, there's a, there's a lot of fun to that. But I don't think it should replace the other medium if that makes sense i think they both need to be that i i think i would always like to have at least one that i'm in that kind of mode with like risk of rain but then have experiences like paper mario uh, i was gonna say zelda but it's not really uh mario odyssey i guess mario odyssey did was pretty complete they did get a bunch of dlc costumes but nothing like substantial to the gameplay Right. Yeah, I think requiring yeah. DLC, like expecting DLC for things, is uh, is a lot on the companies that develop these games. Like, think about how hard it 
must be as a non triple A game studio to break into the industry when that's the normal thing. Because you have to take quite a bit of hit in cost before you see like the long term results of these uh, monetization plans like Fortnite. Because it, and you have to hope that your player base is big enough that that it can support you continuously developing it because that if it's not then you're just updating a game nobody's playing you know well, the guy know. who developed Stardew Valley actually um cuz I, I believe it was one guy who made that game he's still yes. doing updates recently and i think there have been at least two since since i bought the game and uh and it's and he's not big, you know, or whatever. But, but I guess he's he's probably he's the exception on the exception in in this in this story, I guess, of in your example. So. And I think Stardew Valley is an interesting case because of and it's because it's it it's just was like such a home run with so many people, you know, such a such a great game. And yeah, I think the DLC was always part of his plan, and he has made enough off the game to be able to support doing that and continuing to work on the game. And hopefully by putting that DLC in, more people buy it. That's yeah. the idea. Yeah, uh, the I base game itself has to feel like a complete game. Yes. Before you start adding DLC. Unless well, you're open and upfront that it's not. Yeah. Like or, Fortnite, yeah, or else it's just like early access across yeah, the top. Yeah, early access. Yeah, <laughs> early access. What season are we in? We're like we're season like 13, 12 or thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> early yeah, access. Or, <laughs> yeah, or else they're just tr getting you to buy an incomplete game and then making you pay for the rest of the game. So it, it has to be done right. I think. Yeah, I totally agree with that. So I think I'm, the feel I'm getting from you guys is overall that we we like we like it, but we we also like solid solid games too. I I think I think both are good, and I I hope that it's not just like okay, everybody jump on these long development project type things. We're all going to be Fortnite now. I I hope that that's not what happens. Yeah, some it works better for some games than others. If it's like really story driven, I feel like the continual development doesn't work as well. Yeah. Yes. But see, uh, surprisingly, Nintendo really hasn't been. They they don't have anything quite to the Fortnite scale. Besides, maybe Animal Crossing, but like like Morgan talked about, and I've talked about in previous episodes, they're they're pretty small updates that don't feel necessarily like major substantial it's not the same as like a season change in that's funny season change like we moved from summer to that was unintentional <laughs> but it's not the same as like a, a new season in Fortnite where like the map changes drastically we have all new weapons all new vehicles like there's like tons of mechanics that swap around animal crossing is much more chill and it works well for that. But there's not really like a Battle Royale style game. They're kind of holding out, I guess. Halo, Halo's given in, going into the battle. 
which I think will be fun. Actually, uh, it'd be cool for the online for that to have multiplayer and to get constant updates. See what that does for the series. Is that only going to be for Xbox, or are they really going to release it on other platforms as well? I believe that's Xbox exclusive. Halo. It might be going to PC. Maybe. I man, I feel I feel bad. I know that we have folks that do Xbox that listen, <laughs> and they're probably like. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> but <laughs> but the only reason I say that is because it's Microsoft, right? So they they have a big push for for their PC gaming as well. But mm-hmm. I, I think it's exclusive to Xbox. We'll get Metroid Prime Four. Maybe that will be a battle royale. Oh, yeah. I think the closest Nintendo has to a battle royale is uh, Super Smash Bros. with eight yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. That is the closest they've got. And we see how online works for that. <laughs> uh, we love Smash Bros. We don't love Smash Bros. online. I can say that. I can, I can say that on uh, open and honest. <laughs> well, that does it for our question section for this episode. So let's wrap up the show by moving over to what you plan. Alrighty, Micah, what you been playing? Oh, well, like you said, I've played some Risk of Rain 2 yesterday with you. We tried to unlock some artifacts and things which were added in the new update, and we failed. We did. There's like 16, so that should take a while. (laughs) Partially my fault, because we are trying to also unlock the engineer's alternate skin. And you have to play on the hardest difficulty to get that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and I think that might be the only thing I've played since. Well, I guess I, I hopped on Animal Crossing for like 15 minutes. I think that's the, the only two things I've played since our uh, last podcast. Yeah. Uh, I oh, And Donkey Kong, of course. Oh, yeah. Donkey yeah. Kong Country. You're playing Donkey Kong Country. I think I'm about 45% in now, probably. Yeah, so over on our Discord group, we have the game club room where Mike and I have been chatting on Donkey Kong Country, and he w- got frustrated with the minecart level, just like me. So I, I feel yeah. I feel like, well, at least I'm not alone. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty annoying. I mean, I, I ended up losing like four whole lives on it, so... <laughs> four whole no, lives? Yeah, I, I think I was like 20 or something. Yeah, I got I that lost my twenty. And you get to a point where you can get a balloon over and over again, and then I'm basically yeah. playing Groundhog's Day in Animal Crossing or not Animal Crossing, Donkey Kong, where it's like <laughs> I'm living the exact same scenario over and over and over yeah. again, dying at the exact same spot. That that part that part was a lifesaver. Being able to get that balloon. <laughs> I don't know if it was a lifesaver or if it was just torture. <laughs> just yeah, that's true. Yeah. Good times. Donkey Kong. Oh, and also that Smash Tennis. Yeah, I mentioned that earlier. It's pretty fun. Everyone should try it. Yeah. Uh, I just need more... to something to play now. Oh, what was that? I need to write down a list of all these games we've been talking about, all the ones that I haven't tried yet. I know. The ones that I've heard of. I just want to go on and download a bunch of these free-to-play games and, and try them all out. Uh... I have been. I also played some Risk of Rain, 
I we played a little bit. Uh, did we have we played Divinity since we last recorded? Maybe. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I don't think we did. We haven't gone that far in Divinity yet. Yeah, what? well, you guys are still on Fort Joy, aren't you? You know how hard it is to get out of Fort Joy? It is taking us yeah, forever. Yeah, we've done it like 15 times. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, true. We've done it every way you can, I think. Yeah, we've done it, it a billion ways. That's a fun I mean, game. I wish we all had it on Switch because I think we would, I think you guys would have gotten much farther if you played with Micah and I. But maybe I digress. Yeah. Don't get it on Switch. We do not want to start over again. Yeah, no I'm more. sorry. It's been We're all getting Baldur's Gate much. three. <laughs> we ended up just playing Risk of Rain instead. Yeah, Risk of Rain, Paper Mario, Origami King. I tell this to Mike every episode. You got to get this game. And uh, I, I honestly do not know if you guys would like it more than any like. I, I don't know if it if it would be your thing. But I gotta say that I have just never smiled so much while playing something on the Switch. Like like chuckling grin at the comedicness of the game. So I, I like that. It's just a different feeling that you don't get with any other Switch game. Is it similar to Mario plus Rabbids at all? Not not gameplay, just humor wise. That one's pretty funny. I. Yeah, I I'd say it's it's more so. I I thought Mario and Rabbids had some had some good little quirky humor to it because it's got like the rabbit. Yeah. To it. Really this is this is definitely I'd say funnier. Or Origami King's funnier to me. I just I just think it's hilarious. Uh, I don't know how long we can go before I can start spoiling stuff in in the game, but the yeah. uh, so I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not, this is not spoilers, but the third boss, I believe, the entire plot leading up to fighting that boss is done in like a very, it's very theatrical. You're, it's, it takes place in a theater and it is absolutely hilarious. I just cracked up and my wife got to that part of the game and she started playing into it and i was like did you think that was funny and she's like not as funny as you thought it was yeah. and then she gets to the next part and she is like grinning and chuckling and it, i was like well you haven't gotten to this and she by the end she's like that was really funny <laughs> so it was this the first part i thought was extra funny that no she didn't think it was as, as silly i, I it's yeah just... i mean i feel like you learn how much of a dork you are by how funny you find that game it, it, yes <laughs> Yes, I, and that's been that way for like every Paper Mario, I think, because they are all written this way. But this one, I'm just like, I'm just like a seven-year-old at heart. <laughs> I'm laughing at these jokes that are definitely <laughs> just like so hokey and corny. They're, it's just dad joke, the game. <laughs> it's super fun. Uh, so, yeah. I've, I keep talking about Paper Mario because I feel like that game needs to get some love because it does get a lot of hate online for not being Thousand Year Door. It's fun. It's fun. It's not Thousand Year Door. Uh, yeah, it's to fun. be fair, very, very few games are Thousand Year Door. There, yeah, there's only one. Oh, yeah. That is. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Let's see. I also played Jump Rope Challenge. Uh, Morgan, uh, what have you been playing? I have been playing, um, well, we've been actually in the middle, middle of uh, move these last few months, and so I haven't been as consistent with my gaming, um, but 
done a little bit of Fortnite, done a little bit of uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons, and I had one actually that I, what else did I play? Nope, that was it. Yeah, just those two. The other ones were earlier. Um, and both those are both ones that have new content and stuff pretty recently, so nothing, nothing crazy. Nice. Yeah, it's hard to find time, especially in the move. But yeah, staying with family and stuff for for a bit until our apartment opened up. So I gotta ask That's you. That's what happens when you have kids. You don't have yeah, nearly I, as much time to game. I'm gonna ask your take on that. Actually, uh, how do you find time to game? Having you, you guys have two kids, so how, how how do you find time as the mother of two kids? And yeah, because both you and Eli are both. Both both big gamers. My wife and I have been friends with uh, Eli and Morgan for a while. So we started college, and uh, Morgan was definitely more the gamer than Eli until Switch, where it completely reversed, and Eli is definitely like hardcore into gaming, especially Rocket League. Yeah, yeah. to the point where he's now, where he's he bought a PlayStation so that he had better frame rates for Rocket League, and he's playing he's playing a lot on PlayStation. And a gaming PC. We did too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So Morgan's a big gamer. Is what I'm trying to get at. So how do you guys find time now that you got you got kiddos? Well, uh, evenings and nap time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. That's what. That's what I'm like. I only really get to play at nighttime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, and just uh, Lily. Now that she's older, she enjoys playing Mario Kart, and so we'll play that with her sometimes. Um, but it's more like a reward. We well, I, we try to make it a reward instead of just all the time type deal. Um, but no, otherwise most of the time it's just um, sometime in the evening. And um, if they're both down for naps, um, we'll we'll relax and play games. So yeah, I wish I had some some clever trick to allow myself to play while they're both up and doing crazy things but there's no way i they would survive or i would survive <laughs> if i tried to do that all the time so yeah i think it gets a little bit easier once like they get into it but then it's not quite the same like gaming with lucas is not gaming by myself it's fun in the i'm a dad and i get to watch my son play games and that's that's cool to me but uh not the same as like getting to play paper mario without being interrupted and the controller taken from me <laughs> oh he's such a backseat gamer i love it it cracks me up like when your three-year-old's like dad you're doing it wrong <laughs> i can't help it it's just it just cracks me up i'm seeing the more free time coming as the kids get better playing together so and we want to have keep more each other distracted so hopefully they just all raise each other at that point. We've become a self-sustaining unit and I can just go and play games all day. I'm just kidding. I will not do that. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on Morgan and guest hosting. Uh, we really appreciate having you on here. Is there any like plugs you want to give to yourself on the interwebs? That I people do. Could... It's uh not gaming though. <laughs> hey, hey, that's no. fine. That's fine. No, yeah, no, I am at porridge and pottery because um, I am a potter. <laughs> but that's and you on love pause. Porridge? Right? 
porridge but yep it's no it does not nope no porridge sorry it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> she's very and very good at if it if people like buy your pottery it doesn't like come full of porridge thanks because i mean you know, i think that could be pretty be cool in the future yeah but not right now no right and, now and, we're kind of on pause because eli's in school um getting his, his bachelor's and and so i um am looking for a community space to do that in the meantime but right now you can go and look at my past work if you want to so yeah but cool. no it's been no being um doing this with you guys thanks so much for having me on with you yeah yeah, so I guess I'll, I'll wrap up the show by plugging our social media stuff, which you can find us on Twitter at Nintendo Pals, uh, Instagram at Nintendo Pals Podcast. You can send us an email, Nintendo Pals Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we also have a Discord group, which uh, we it's pretty small right now, but it's fun to go over there and, and chat with Micah and Morgan <laughs> and Eli and our. And our, all of our adoring fans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh so kind of unrelated uh this week i got to guest star on we the gamer cast with sean capri who is just an awesome dude uh if anybody has not checked out any of the stuff he's done before you can just i find him in podcasts by searching sean capri <laughs> He's he's all over the place and guesting on other people's shows, but he hosts We the Gamer as well as a Cup of Joe and Nintendo. He's a co-host on there, and so definitely check that out. That'll be out next Monday, which will be oh, let me pull up calendar. That will be August the tenth. And if you're one of his Patreon supporters, I think it comes out early. Yeah, definitely. Be on the lookout for that. We had a lot of fun conversations about all sorts of stuff, like gaming and parenting, and uh, yeah, it's just it, it, it was fun to just like talk with, with a random, random person online about about nerd stuff. Uh, so we, yeah, so we're on Twitter, Instagram. We have a YouTube account and the Discord, the link to our Discord to join in and chat with us as a community will be in the description of this podcast. And am I missing anything? I always forget this, actually. VGR music. Thank you so much for the music in the that we get to use throughout the podcast. And if you want to check out their stuff, all the links are in the description. Cool music to listen to. Uh, that wraps it up, I guess. So uh, we have the traditional closing remark by our guest host. Uh, it doesn't have to be long, or it can be. Eli went on this long spiel where he's like, oh, "I'm I, this is the proudest, proudest moment of my life to be here on this cast right now." And I, I'm and he's three children and been married. <laughs> Just an amazing woman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, give us a closing remark, Morgan. No, don't do drugs. Yes, that's a good one. That is good. <laughs> Thank you.